0: Welcome to the Dulos Youth Podcast. We hope this encourages and empowers you to be connected to God and one another. Thanks for joining us today. Enjoy the message. It feels good to be boosted, does it not? Like, do you have a friend in your life that every time you walk up to them like, oh, bro, nice shirt, nice fit. Nice shoes, like they just hype you up. See, my wife gets a little mad at this because people just hype me up almost every single day. Like I have, I'm surrounded by people that hype me up, whether it's in my, in my creative life, you know, in, in my uh, church on campus, when I'm creating something, people will walk in my office like, ooh, that's cool. I didn't know you could do that. Or I'll, or I'll walk up into my office and like, bro, nice new shirt. Because I'm always trying to buy a new shirt, man. Like I, I hate re-wearing stuff over and over and over again. I, I used to have this thing when we first started recording messages on camera that I would literally, I would screenshot every single week and make sure I, I'm not wearing that shirt again. I can't look like that on camera again. Because I don't want people to get on the YouTube channel and be like, he wore that shirt three days in a row, like Matt Cameron. But no, like I was, I was like, man. I can't do this. If you're scrolling through our YouTube, I gotta make sure I got a different shirt on every single week. But you see, you got people in your life. I mean, I love Matt Cameron so much, but we all know that purple shirt has been on a lot of YouTube vids. <laughs> and I try to help him out. Matt, if you're watching this, I try to go shopping with you this week. You didn't, you didn't have time, okay? He literally asked me, Brian, I need your help. Let's go, let's go to Kohl's. I'll say, whatever, we'll go to TJ Maxx. I don't care. We need to get you a new shirt, but he got a little too busy. So we'll we'll figure it out this week. I love you. I'm, I'm here for you. But you know, you gotta be surrounded by people that boost you up. Because if they're not boosting you up, they're tearing you down. But you see, a lot of times when we come into our world, we're, we're living in a world of like roast, right? One of my favorite things, I don't know if I should even endorse this. I'm not endorsing this if you're watching online. But one of the favorite things to watch is back in the day when like Justin Bieber took over the world and he had that roast session. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Good, I'm glad you don't. But they had this roast session and they're going off in this, man. I'm like, this is our world. We roast each other. Like there's almost every Sunday morning, I come into this room looking look at and I'm like, bro, why are you looking like that? Like, <laughs> Like, why are you dressed like that? And he's changed over time. Maybe it's my influence. Maybe it's just me roasting him. But you see, if I came to land, like, bro, that's, that's an okay t-shirt. I mean, that's not boosting. But you see, you need to be surrounded by people that boost you. But what I want to tell you this morning, and this is the main thing. If you want to tweet it, if you want to Instagram it, I don't care what you want to do. This is the main thought of today. Boost, to boost someone is more than a compliment. It's a care. You're going, no, I don't need to just compliment you and and put you up and and boost you over and over and over again. No, it's my character to elevate you. It's my character. When I follow Jesus and I follow his ways and what he has done in my life, I'm going to elevate like he elevated the people around him. You get that this morning? It's more than a compliment. It's a character. So this morning, let's try this out. Landon, you look good, bro. I'm not just messing with you. The new tight skinnies that you got on today, I like them. Are those Vans? Let me look. Show them. Oh, all right, they clean. Did you wash them off? You clean them? Brand new. I like them. The glasses. This man just got some nice in-ears. I mean, top of the line in-ears that I wish I had. I mean, you got it, bro. Now, Landon, how'd that feel? Oh, yeah, that felt good. He like, that felt real good. But let's try it out. I want you to look at someone right now, someone around you. It can be a friend. It can be not a friend. Hopefully they're not your enemy, but look at someone around you and give them one compliment right now. Go. Give them a compliment. Give them a compliment. You see someone not getting a compliment, give it to them. Give them a compliment. There you go. There you go. Now here's the deal. When we... Shh, 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 shh. That feels good, don't it? That feels great, and you see, that is what the church is supposed to be. But it's more than just that, right? It's more than just like, bro, that T-shirt looked good on you. Oh, you you got a new nice fade. I mean, I, you went to the barber finally after six months of quarantine. Amen, brother. It's more than just that. When we become the people God has called us to be every single day, every conversation, every relationship that we live out, we are called to elevate others. It's not just a compliment. It's a character. So this morning, I hope you have your Bibles and you are ready. I don't know if you can tell. I am ready. We're in Ephesians chapter five and we're starting in verse 15 this morning. And I love just how it starts. The first two words. This is what Paul begins our section with. Look carefully Now every morning when you get up where do you look do you look at your phone first most likely right probably once after you look at your phone for 5 10 minutes check out your likes and your Instagram feed like oh I need to post this today here's here's what I had scheduled here we go or you check your text messages you get up out of bed Hopefully you figure out, all right, this is how I'm going to dress today. I'm going to look nice today. Right now, it's everyone's homeschooled, shout outs. Sorry about it. Never had to face that one. But you're at home and you're like, all right, what good shirt can I wear in sweatpants, right? Like I need to look good on Zoom, but I got to be comfy at the same time. But then eventually you go to the mirror, right? Hopefully you do. Some of you don't even look like you look in a mirror today. But you, you go to the mirror and you might see yourself You're going to see yourself. But this morning, I want you to think about something. Am I reflecting who I am? Or am I reflecting who Jesus is to the world around me? Because honestly, this entire idea of boosting and elevating someone else or elevating others is all from Jesus. We've seen it throughout his entire life that he reflected not even himself. He didn't even talk about himself. He was the son of God. He would save the world. He was the savior, but he didn't say that. He said, no, I wanna put all eyes on the father. So are you reflecting yourself or are you reflecting Jesus? see, Paul says, look carefully. Then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise. Here's the second thing I want to point out is what's next in verse 16, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. A lot of us right now, we are being sloppy with our time. That we spend more time just scrolling through our feeds, spend more time, uh, some of y'all haven't logged out a fortnight since the beginning of quarantine. I mean, you are wasting your time. But something I've learned in this season is now I have times for things that actually matter. I'm not pulled in all these different directions. I'm not super busy in all these different areas of life. A lot of the areas of my life have slowed down enough where I can go, right, here's what's important. Here's what I'm going to dedicate my time to. Here's what I'm going to devote my energy to right here, right now. For me, it's been My family. There has not been a season of time like the one we're in where I get to go home every night and just spend time with my five-year-old. There hasn't been a time where I get to go home. And even when my wife was pregnant with my first kid, Gavin, this is a whole new experience. I get to walk each and every day with her. Now she's 20 weeks pregnant with a baby girl. Amen. But you see, I haven't had that time ever before. I've had an Easter experience where I was at home doing an egg hunt with my son. I was here doing a massive egg hunt with the masses. But this season has taught me, okay, I got time. Let me make the best use of it. Every second, every minute, every moment matters. And even for me, if it's like, man, I could could go do this. I could go do this. But if my son's like, hey, dad, I just want to color today. It's like, all right, bro, let's just sit down. Let's have that moment. And those have been the greatest blessings of my entire life. But well, listen to what he says. Make the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. Now, everything he said up to this point comes to this point. Look carefully, make the best use of your time. Watch how you're living, not as unwise, but as wise because the way you do that is you are filled with the spirit, say filled. One more time, filled. You are filled with something. So what is it? Are you filled with what the world says about you? Are you filled with what the word says about you? Are you filled with the spirit or what he's saying? Are you filled with wine? Obviously you can't drink, but think about what wine does to you. It changes your walk. It changes your attitude, it changes your mindset, it changes how you talk, how you act, it changes everything. And when you are filled with the right thing, the Spirit of God, everything changes. That when you're walking down the street, someone's going, man, how do they have joy in a season like this? When you're talking to a relationship and you're encouraging someone, man, how are you encouraging when you're so discouraged in this season, how are you doing these things? Oh, I'll tell you why, because I am filled with the Spirit, amen? You are filled with something. See, the way I look at it out is this. When you get pulled over for drinking and driving, what they issue you is that you are under the influence. And when I look at life itself, you are always under the influence. So what is influencing you today? What is it? Is it your friends? Is it your parents? And even if they're good, guess what? That's not the right way to be influenced. That's not not the influencer you want in your life. You are always under the influence. Your actions show who influences you. So from this day on, let's figure out how we can be under the influence of Christ himself. How we can be filled with nothing other than the Holy Spirit. Because you are filled and you are under the influence. And you see this morning, Paul continues to define what it looks like when you are filled with the right things, when you are under the influence of the gospel of Jesus Christ in the resurrection. And listen to what he says. When you're filled with the Holy Spirit, this is what happens. We begin to address one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. I mean, we did that this morning. Isn't that powerful? I mean, I don't know if you know this, but when you start boosting Jesus in your life, He boosts you. That's what happens. Let me give you a clear picture Jesus took your place on the cross, He was buried in the ground. When he rose again, he was elevated to the most high of places and you were too. Because upon, when he died for your sins and he's in heaven, he goes, Father, those are your sons and daughters. When he became low, he elevated you. And when he was elevated, you were elevated too. Well, I just got some like Sam I Am rhyming going on today. But do you understand me? that Jesus elevated you to elevate others. That's what he was doing the whole time. And when we join together on a Sunday morning, there's not just a reason, or there's not just a random reason why we just sing songs. Oh, we got a great worship team. Let's, let's throw them three songs today. Oh, oh, we got, we, there's some good songs out there. You know, let's just do it. And that's how church is. You show up, you sing, you hear a message, you go home. No, that's not what church is. That's who the church is, people. We're supposed to gather together and sing praises, not just on a Sunday morning, but every day of our life going, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty, because I'm saved, because I'm new, because I was once lost, and now I'm found. Are you hearing me this morning? That's not what we do. That is who we are. The church sings praises. We give thanks. Listen to what Paul says. When you're filled with the Spirit, you gather together, you address one another in singing, making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm gonna do a shameless plug real quick, but I hope you're following along on our new Wednesday night experience. We have a new Wednesday night experience here at Crossroads called Didn't See This Coming. And it's a group of us pastors and, and ministers that were coming together just having hard conversations about what we've gone through and where we want to go. And this week, we're talking about anger and frustration and anxiety and fear. And one of the greatest things that I heard was from my sister, Kelly Voris. Actually my sister, not just my sister in Christ, amen to that, but she's actually my sister. And she said, and she said, you know what I've learned in this season? That I can focus on the things that I can't do all day. I can focus on the things that have been ruined because of COVID all day, right? We can all do that. We didn't have beach week. We, we didn't have all these things. I couldn't enjoy my last summer. I, I couldn't enjoy all these things. She said, that's the wrong mindset. What she started doing through the season is writing down blessings. Here's my blessing for today. I have this conversation with my friend who needs Jesus. Here's my blessing for today. I got to spend time with my husband for her, husband, wife for me. But you know, she's writing down blessings. You are blessed just to be here this morning. So let's make the best use of it. Don't just listen to me. Focus on what I'm saying going, man, how can I apply this word in my life? How can I start changing who I am? How can I start being who God has called me to be? That they give thanks and they focus on the blessings for everything that the God, the Father in heaven has given to us through the Lord Jesus Christ. Here's the last thing and here's where we're gonna focus. Verse 21, the way you are filled with the Spirit, this is what happens. You begin submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Now, when we approach the word of submission, we, we just think in a, an authoritarian fi- uh, figure is telling us what to do and we got to follow it. Some of us have this picture in our mind like it's WWE, Smackdown, like you got to do this. you got to do this. Like coming through with a chair, like, boy, get up. That's not what it is. The whole thing comes from the Greek word. You know what it means? To be under. It's not that you're down and out. It's not that you're humiliated. No, humiliation and humility are completely different. They might sound the same, but they are completely different. What it means To elevate someone, to submit to someone is going, you know what? The whole world is telling me to look down on you, but I want to look up at you. I want to pick you up. I want to build you up as I'm called to as the church. I want to elevate you to a new level of thinking, to a new way to live for Christ. And let's be real this morning. If you don't have friends that are elevating you, guess what? Get new friends. Period. Because the hardest thing you'll do is be like, come on, guys. Come on, guys. They're only going to take you down. It ain't gonna work. You gotta be surrounded by people that will elevate you in every area of your life, but especially your spiritual life. Man, what'd you learn today? Like after this service, if you're not asking someone in this room that question, then y'all lost sight of what the church is. You should leave these doors like, bro, did you hear that one thing? I mean, God just showed this to me. I've never seen this before. But what did you learn from that? But a lot of times we leave these doors like, hey, bro, where do you want to go to lunch? Hey, bro, what would you do this week? How's your Zoom class? How's your Microsoft Teams class? How was it? And let me just be on record. It is hard. I got a kindergartner, and this dude is on Teams every single day. And I'm like, this is miserable. But at the same time, we got to be a champion of it. I got to show up to my son like, bro, we got this today. It's going to be a good day. Let's log on. Let's get engaged. Let's do this. And in my mind, I'm like, this is hard. But for the people around you, you got to be like, man, let's elevate. Let's engage in this. Let's lean into this. Let's do everything we can to get something from this. Not just in school, but right here in church. How can we be better? That's been my motto all year. Better tomorrow. I want to be a better dad tomorrow. I want to be a better husband tomorrow. I want to be a better preacher tomorrow. I want to be a better friend tomorrow. I want to be better tomorrow because if I'm not better tomorrow. I'm worse than I was the day before. I got to be better. Christ is calling me to be better. I need to be growing in every area of my life because I am being elevated by the son of God. I got to move. But you see, the greatest thing he says and the hardest thing is, if you are filled with the spirit, you're going to submit. You're gonna go under and you're gonna elevate someone. So there's three ways in our daily lives we're living one of these three out. Here's the first one. We either have a low view of others, which means a low view of Jesus. Maybe this is where you are. And a lot of times you're not thinking it like this, like, oh, I don't care about anyone. Or I'm just going to focus on me. No, you're going, man, you know what? I'm boosted today. I'm feeling good today. Y'all look at me today. That's how it feels. Like, oh, I, I got it all together. Just look at me. I got it all together. I know what's best. I know what's best. But essentially you're going, no, I, I don't really care about you. Boost me. I'm not going to boost you. Elevate me. I'm not going to elevate you. Did Jesus do this? Come on, did Jesus do this? No. So maybe this is where you are today, that you've been having a low view of others, which means you have a low view of Jesus. Jesus went to people. Jesus showed us what it meant to submit to people, to go under people. He literally started washing feet of his disciples, some big old dummies. They didn't get it. They couldn't comprehend it. Jesus would do this massive miracle, and I'd be like, bro, that was cool. Come on, Jesus. But the disciples were like, nah, you didn't just do that with the fish and loaves. Nope, explain. It's like, man, a magician don't show his magic? Like, come on. But the disciples were dummies. And even then, he got all the way down and washed the feet. And don't even get me started that he was washing the feet of his enemy, Judas. He already knew that he was betrayed. And he went all the way down to be a servant And wash his feet. See, maybe this is where you are. And that needs to change. The second mindset is this. You have a high view of yourself, which leads to a low view of others. That all you've been doing is looking down. I don't care about y'all. I got my own thing going on. This this mindset is is focused on the words of like, I'm going to do me, y'all do you. That's not who you're called to be. Jesus cared for the people around him. He guided the people around him. And maybe you're lost in that mindset. Well, you know, the whole world is telling me that I got to be me. I got to do my own thing. And there's haters out there. Yeah, there's going to be haters your entire life. You're always going to be surrounded with people like that. But how about you fix it and you start surrounding yourself with people that elevate you? Not in a way of like, yo, dude, you are the best every day of your life but it's a mutual thing. We're going, you know what, today I've had a good day, but tomorrow it's gonna be your day. Tomorrow we're gonna do this together. Tomorrow I'm gonna bring you with me. You see, one of the greatest things I love about Matt Cameron, and since I was 17 years old, he has always elevated me. The the leadership, the elders here have always elevated me, like, hey, here's a new responsibility. I'm like, boy, I'm 17. I can't preach, I'm 20, I can't talk in front of a crowd. I'm 22. I can't do this. I'm not even going to keep going to where I am today. I'm 28. But every single year it's been like, hey, here's another way we want to elevate you. Here's another way we want to boost you. You can do this. And I was never ready. But I was always surrounded by people that knew what God was doing in my life. They said, come on, let's do this together. And Matt Cameron has always been that person for me, like, hey, you're not ready yet, but I'm going to help you out. Grab my hand, we're going to do this together. We're going to get through this together. And you see that second one, that is a wrong mindset again. So you start with a low view of others, which means you have a low view of Jesus. Jesus cares about those people, but you don't. Or you have a high view of yourself and leads to a low view of others going, you know what? I'm above them. I'm better than them. I have it all together more than them. Did Jesus do that one? No. But here is where we need to be today. And from here on out, we need to have a high view of Jesus which leads to a high view of others. You pick people up, you boost people up, you elevate people around you. Jesus showed us this through his entire life. He came to serve and not be served and gave his life as a ransom for many. Philippians two that he did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but took obedience all the way to the point of death on a cross. And now he is elevated upon every name and all authority and is seated at the right hand of God. He was buried in the ground, the lowest of lows, six feet under, if you want to say, so you could be elevated. So I could be elevated. And so we could elevate others. If you want to live like Jesus, don't just compliment. Change your character. If you want to live like Jesus, you're going to elevate the people around you. You're going to boost the people around you each and every day of your lives. And if you want to show Jesus, the next time you look in a mirror, ask that question to yourself. Am I reflecting myself or am I reflecting who God has called me to be? Because if you wake up every day going, you know what? I wanna reflect the image of God. I wanna reflect the image of who Christ is. I wanna reflect the imago Dei, that I was made in that image and that's who I wanna be. It's a whole lot easier to submit to the people around you. So let's stop having a low view of others and let's start having a high view of others. And when you start picking people up and elevating those around you, you become the person God has called you to be and you start looking a little bit more like Jesus because through his entire life, he elevated, he boosted not just the people in scripture, but you and me. And like I've already said it before, he did this by dying on a cross for us that we should have been on that cross He had no sin, but became sin for us. He had no mistakes, but he took upon our mistakes. He had no guilt. He had no shame, but took it all upon the cross. The full wrath of sin, death, and the grave were placed upon his shoulders. And he did all of that. He was pierced. He was taken off the cross. He was placed in a tomb. And the world thought, that problem's done. That's not how the story ended, did it? Said he broke through the tomb. He walked right out. And he is alive today. And if you believe that this morning, why don't we start living it? You see, if you believe something, it changes the way you walk, it changes the way you talk, and it changes your relationships around you. If we believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross, was buried in the tomb, and rose three days later, let's show the world that we believe it. And the best way to do that is just by doing what Jesus did. Elevating. Boosting. And you see, you have the opportunity today and every single day when you wake up. I'm gonna lift people up. I'm gonna gonna build the church. I'm not gonna tear it down. I'm gonna encourage the people around me. I'm not gonna talk foolishly. I'm gonna do everything I can to be a servant, to serve those around me, to elevate those around me. Thanks for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, even take a screenshot and share it to your social stories and tag us at Doulouse Youth. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you soon.